Welcome to the On Stage with Wellness podcast. I'm Danny, And I'm Gina. We are performers turned certified health coaches who help artists reclaim their power and take intentional action in their life. Are you a performer who is tired of feeling burnt out, not good enough, and like you don't have control over your career? Get ready to feel energized, confident, and fully in charge of you on and off the stage. Tune in each week to get holistic lifestyle and nutrition tips for a sustainable career as a performer, our own inspirational stories and experiences, as well as our guests, and practical tools to handle rejection, competition, and perfectionism in the industry. And now, on with the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to On Stage of Wellness. Hi, guys. How's it going? So good. It's, we're in the midst of summer now. We just had the first day of summer. Yes. To be fair, it always feels like summer in Florida, so there is that. (laughs) It's super hot. Yeah, in Jersey too? Yeah, and we don't have great air conditioning. Like, we actually have to get our air conditioning fixed. So we have, like, fans, and it's it's not the coolest. But I also – I need it to be cool but not cold because Mm. I get cold easily. So I get cold easily too. Yeah. Sometimes going from like the AC to the heat is like a little, like it's nice when you first come in because you're like, oh God, it was so hot out there and this AC feels amazing. But then you yeah. get so freezing. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. summer problems. Right. Oh, well, we hope everybody's having a good summer so far out there, but still having like a social distanced summer. Right. We're still social distancing. Throwing it out there. I don't know when this episode will come out and if we're going to be still social distancing, but it's coming out in July. Just be safe. So yeah, that's all we're saying. I think we'll be social distancing for a long time. I know. I'm scared to touch anyone. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure until there's a vaccine. I know. (laughs) Have to somewhat social distance. I just miss like friend hugs. Do you? I miss like just deep friend hugs. I do. I do. My love language is touch. So I'm really struggling. Yeah. I had, um, my mom did come over recently and we hugged and it felt really nice. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I had to. Yeah. I was just like, I want to hug my mom. And we've both been social distancing and I was like, I think we're okay now, but yeah. Oh, well. Well, anyway, on to today's episode. Today, we are talking about something that is so uh, beautiful in our lives and something that we hold really true um, to the way that we live our everyday life. And it's trusting your intuition and honoring your values. Um, This is something that Danny and I talk about a lot. And it's something that is so paramount to to tune into first before you make the decisions in your life. Um, if you know yourself internally and what you want from this world and your purpose, like that is what drives our decision-making. So we're going to chat about that today. Yes. And if you are like me or, you know, like Gina, um, there have been times in the past where I have struggled with making decisions mm-hmm. and, I was struggling with making decisions because I wasn't aligned with my values and I didn't Mm. know what they were. So, you know, as Gina said, once you are able to really um, 
kind of connect with yourself and know your values, decisions will become easier. You'll be able to hear your intuition, hear your gut and make decisions from that deep place. Mm, so, I know. So we want to share a little bit about our biggest value um, and then we'll take it from there. But yeah. you know what? Um, we talk about this. We, I know. Whenever we're not on the mic, guys. We, we know each other's values. Yes. Could you tell us a little bit about um, what value is important to you and why? Yeah. So first of all, um, values are basically pillars that um, ground us into uh, who we are and uh, who we want to be moving forward as a person in this world. Um, we make a lot of goals, especially if you're a perfectionist like Danny and I and people pleasing and, you know, always, always wanting to be productive. We always make goals, um, but we never really know like the, the energy that's driving the goals. And I think that's where values come in. Um, for me, my biggest value at the moment is stability. Um, and I found that with a, uh, an exercise um, that was taught to me actually by Lululemon. Um, I think I've, you know, tried to find my values in many different ways, but I think they became the most clear when I did this exercise. Um, and I've done it a, a few times with my clients. Um, and I'll share the exercise now, uh, just briefly. So I got Danny to do this the other day, which is so, so fun. <laughs> Um, so you write down all the, the things that have happened in your life that have been very difficult, all of the things that you have overcome um, in your life. And, um, and you know, most of the time they're going to be challenging and, and maybe bring up some pain. Um, and then the next thing you write down is all of the accomplishments and all the celebrations that you've had in your life. Um, and then you look at both lists and you figure out what did it take to get you through those uh, obstacles, those events in your life? Did it take things like strength, courage, love, compassion? You know, write down all those words. Um, once you come up with your list of words, you circle the three values, quote unquote, that, um, that are driving your life right now. And for me, uh, my three were um, growth, stability, and I think my last one was connection. I think that was my third one. I'm kind of bad. I can't even remember all of them. But my biggest one was stability. <laughs> I, like, I don't remember all of mine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my biggest one. Oh, I think um, trust. Trust mm. was my third one, not connection. Um, so yeah, stability is my biggest one. Um, if you're wanting to figure out how to find your values, that is like a quick and dirty exercise to do that I highly recommend for everyone. Um, but yeah, I think stability right now because living on a ship for 10 years, I want to come off a ship and create a life that, that I really enjoy and, and that I can find comfort in that is grounding and that is consistent. And uh, that includes, you know, starting a family, that includes having a business that I can count on and um, that makes me happy and, um, and having a home. So those are my biggest, biggest goals, but they're driven by stability. I know that was like a really long answer. No, but... no, it was beautiful. Is there, um, 
is there, uh, are there things that steer you away sometimes from your values and how do you get reconnected to them? Yeah. So the things that steer most people and me included away from our values is comparison. Um, I think when we compare ourselves to other people, um, that compare and despair energy, whether it's on social media, our friends, our family, what's expected of us from society, it's really hard to stay looking within and looking to see what you want as opposed to what someone else wants, um, you know, for themselves and the life that they're leading. I think it's so easy for us to look at other people's lives and be like, oh, that looks so amazing. Like mm -hmm. they're crushing that or like, I want that. Um, yeah. we and just about that this morning. Exactly. Exactly. Whenever I feel stressed or unhappy with myself, it's always because I'm sitting on social media and yes. what other people are doing. So yes. And in that moment, like you can take a step back and be like, you know, they probably have different values than I do. Like, what is my value? Totally. Yeah. And since my value is stability, like I see all these people traveling and taking tours and, um, you know, getting jobs in other countries or other, you know, going to places like Australia or, um, China. And I'm like, Oh my God, like that looks so amazing. I would love to do that. But in the end, I know that right now my goal and my value is stability and that would not bring that into my life as much as it looks amazing to someone else's life. It doesn't, um, drive my decision-making cause that's what I really want is stability. Yeah. And you've defined stability for yourself. Like that mm -hmm. is what stability means to you. Whereas mm -hmm. maybe for someone stability for them is taking a job yeah. traveling because it's giving them money and stability. So, you exactly. know, exactly define it in a totally different way, but that's how Gina's chosen to define it. So mm. that isn't how she's, how, how she's choosing to align with it. Exactly. And like your values, you can have the same values your whole life, or you can change your values yes. at any time in your life. But most of the time we have similar values our entire life. Um, but they can, like Danny said so eloquently, like they can change at any time. They can, the meaning of them changes. So for example, if one of your values is adventurous, um, adventure could mean, um, different things to everybody. So it could mean things like traveling. It could mean being spontaneous and taking risks and all those amazing things. Or it can mean uh, exploring your own town. It could mean being creative um, with things in your business, with things with your family. So it can definitely mean different things to everyone. And uh, I encourage everybody to define what each value means for themselves. So what has been your biggest value that has drived your decision making? And maybe what are the things that, um, that help you do that? And what are the things that, um, kind of discourage you from, or, um, hinder you from going for that value? Yeah. Um, I, uh, like you, um, like you said, we have, I have like a few values of course, and they've changed over time. But the one value that I feel like is always the strongest for me and the one that I always am drawn to and I come back to it all the time is freedom. I love um, that word. 
I love it. I just, I hear it and it excites me and it energizes me. The idea of freedom and, you know, once again, freedom could be different for every single person, but for me, freedom is is stability in a way it's it's financial stability so that i have the freedom to live a life that i want um and it's it's a life free from burden you know which you know there's going to be burdens of course but it's it's choosing to look at it differently and just continuously aligning myself with uh things that are going to give me and make me feel a sense of freedom within myself freedom to be myself I think is also really That's big. huge. Because, um, you know, I think there's definitely been times in my life um, where I've been um, doing things because I think I'm supposed to and mm. the expectation of me. And that has never felt free. That has felt like I'm, you know, I'm doing something not because it feels aligned with me, but because I'm trying to please someone else or I'm trying to make mm. someone else happy or um, things like that. So I think that those are things like the expectations of others um, are what has steered me away from freedom. But mm. it's been about, you know, finding freedom now. So mm -hmm. once I really identified that as my value, it made it easier to make decisions because now if something comes my way, I have to think, okay, is this going to make me feel free or is this going to make me feel chained down? Or, you know, is this, um, is this going to bring me joy or is it not? Um, is mm -hmm. this for someone else or is it for me? Mm -hmm. I think that's like the biggest thing is no, making decisions for myself and not for others. Mm, um, that is huge. And I love that you said that because when I think of the word, this is such a visual, but like when I think of the word freedom, it makes me think of like, um, like clouds. It makes me think of just like complete release. It makes me think of water. Um, just like, just melting into yeah. yourself and there's no like anxiety. Yeah. Floating. There's no anxiety. There's no, um, there's no fear. I think that is huge in the, the value of freedom. Yeah. Um, and you said a lot about, you know, the freedom from what other people want me to do and you mm -hmm. feel chained to that, that decision and that expectation. And you're like, no, no, like I value freedom. I, I want to be free from mm -hmm. that mentality of, of doing yeah. what they want me to do. Yeah. And how, how I've defined it too is, you know, I, I was living in New York city. I was living this hustle lifestyle. I was working multiple jobs and I always felt like I was just drowning in busyness. I never felt free living in New York. And that was me living in New York. Some people might find New York very free, you know, mm -hmm. they want to be and do what they want to do. And it yeah. felt like that in my early twenties, but later in life, you know, I'm, I, <laughs> it didn't feel like that because I was constantly hustling and I couldn't support myself financially. So for me now, freedom is moving to New Jersey and I live with my boyfriend's father. The two of us live with him. And mm -hmm. I actually feel a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. Like some people might think that isn't freedom, but for mm. me it is because I finally feel a bit more grounded and stable and like mm. I can get ahead 
of my financial goals and I can get ahead even of my professional goals and I can just focus on different things that I wasn't able to focus on living in New York. Mm. So, you know, that's how I've defined it for myself. It looks, it's going to look different on someone else. Maybe freedom to someone else is like traveling all over the world and, Mm. you know, or whatever. Um, But mine is just, you know, having the stability here and also the freedom to create a life that I want. Um, And I'm following passions and and things that are bringing me to that. Mm. Like entrepreneurship, you know, that's why I are in entrepreneurship because you want to create a life that, you know, that we're designing. Freedom and stability. (laughs) Our values align so beautifully. (laughs) And I think the first step in this is knowing your values and finding your values and just keep listening to them. Whenever there is like a fork in the road or you have to make a tough choice, um, what Danny said is just look within and then see if this is something that is honoring your values or going against your values. Um, And like she said, it means different things for everyone. And that is the beauty of values is that they can mean such different things for everyone. And it is so individual to you. Totally. And um, moving, moving on to, on from that a little bit is, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we said a bit that when you know your values, you're able to make better decisions and you're able to trust your gut and your intuition. So I think that's also a really important thing to talk about. You know, Mm. are you able to trust your intuition? Are you able to trust your gut? If not, there's something blocking that. And Mm. it could be that you aren't aligned with your values. Mm -hmm. So, um, Gina, when, um, when was there a time when you felt like you really trusted your intuition? Um, for the performing industry, um, of course. yes, yes, yes. Um, cause obviously we want to speak to our audience, um, of performers. I think this is a really tough time for a lot of, a lot of the performing industry. Um, but I think it's also a very empowering time. Like it's a time where people can really turn inward and reflect Mm-hmm. on how they've been living their life before COVID and then, you know, w- how they're living now. Um, I've had a lot of performer friends like completely change their life around because they realize like this, maybe this isn't the life that they want to be living and they were kind of numb to it with the hustle. Right. Yeah, totally. So I know that you have a, a completely different story around this, but um, my story with trusting my gut and trusting my intuition in the performing industry was, um, you know, working for Disney cruise line as a performer. And, you know, I gave up a lot of things. I gave up having a home. I gave up, um, being on land, seeing my family, um, all those things. Um, but I was doing it for a long time and I, I started to be questioned by people and I, and then in turn, it made me question myself. So a lot of people would say like, oh, you know, you're so talented. Like, why don't you go to New York? You, do, you belong on Broadway. Like you could be so-and-so on tour. These are perfect roles for you. Um, you know, kind of like back- I think you should do. Right. Like kind of backhanded compliments, but also like projecting their opinion of, of who they think I should be or like what they think I should do in my life, mm-hmm. which I found was- um, it made me feel good, but also bad at the same time. 
like it made me feel really great because like they thought I was this really talented person and I and I deserved quote unquote better but at the same time they weren't really honoring like the choices that I had made to to stay with Disney Cruise Line and and to continue performing for them um and then it was also a matter of like shaming Disney Cruise Line for like oh you know this is just like maybe maybe like talking down the experience like this is just community theater on a boat or this is not good enough um or like it's trying to be something else right. um, which is expectation right and it's something that we've talked about a lot which is like defi- redefining your success and like basically in their mind their opinion is that broadway or new york city and being successful there equals being successful as a performing and mm-hmm. uh, a performer in the performing industry. And that's what a lot of people think. A lot exactly. of people think the end goal is New York or LA. Mm-hmm. You can only be successful if you're in one of those two industries, yes. whatever, yada, yada. And yes. we've found out from talking to numerous people too, like there's a lot of other ways to be successful. You could, so many ways. You could dance for a company in Missouri, you mm-hmm. know, and be doing well. Or, you know, like it's, there are lots mm-hmm. of ways to be successful. And, mm-hmm. and it depends on like, again, like what your values are. And for me, my value was stability. It wasn't fame. It wasn't money. It wasn't success. It wasn't, you know, all of those different things. It was stability. And for me, working for Disney Cruise Line allowed me to have that sense of stability and comfort in my life. But it also was very professional for me. And it was um, a community that I really needed in my life. And I really needed um, that sense of, um, you know, challenge that I was getting from my, my work. And I was being challenged. And I, I was in a professional atmosphere. So I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything. I didn't feel like um, I was belittling an experience. Um, so yeah, I, I took what those people were telling me, um, which was a sense they were instilling like fear in me and that I shouldn't be doing what I was doing. And I looked back at my value of stability and I was like, no, no, like this is creating what I really, really want right now. And it doesn't matter what other people are saying. It doesn't matter what those opinions are. Um, and that is how I trusted my intuition to guide my decision-making of staying with Disney Cruise Line for as long as I did. And I don't regret that experience, but I was very clear on my values and those other people's ideas of what I should be doing, like didn't distract me from that. And I think that is so important to remember. Yes. Preach. I love that so much. Boom. I, I, I Your just, experience I really is so different. Admire, yeah, mine's a bit different, but like yes. I admire you for sticking with something that you felt like meant something to you and that you were aligned with and that mm-hmm. you wanted to pursue and it didn't matter what other people were saying, you decided for yourself. And I think mm-hmm. that's super important and brave and yeah. And I think it was a matter of also um, choice. It wasn't a matter of just like staying there because I felt comfortable. Yes. Like stability was a big part of it, but, um, but it was also like, it was my choice to be there and I didn't have to prove that to anyone except 
to myself that I wanted to stay there based on these, this criteria and the value that I had. So tell me about your story. What is, um, what's the time that you entrusted your intuition, um, Mm -hmm. as a performer? Ah, okay. Um, so for me, I, uh, I danced with a company. We went on tour. Um, it was a, it was a fun experience and it was, it was a job that I felt like, uh, checked the boxes in a certain way. Like it, it was, um, you know, it was a touring job. I was performing, you know, I was, I was able to save money, you know, I was able to travel and, you know, so there was just really exciting things. And as a performer, that's always what I thought I wanted to do. I thought it, I wanted, I thought I wanted to get into a company, you know, perform and get paid for it, you know, maybe tour. So it seemed like this really great, perfect job. And it was a lot of fun. I think it was a really special time in my life. Um, but when the tour ended, I had, I had this like moment where I wasn't sure, you know, what I wanted to do, but I realized that that job actually wasn't aligned with my values. Even though my values freedom and it might seem like freedom means traveling and yada, yada, for me, it didn't fit in. And there was something about that lifestyle that just didn't sit with me. Um, I, well, for one, there were things about, um, the company environment that I didn't love. So I felt like if I were to go back to that, it would be ignoring my worth and my values. And it would be, um, just putting up with something. And I wasn't willing to sacrifice. Um, I wasn't really willing to sacrifice my values and my worth. Um, for the freedom to be yourself or the freedom to be authentic. Yes, yes. exactly. Um, <laughs> And yeah, there were just things that it just wasn't, I realized that it wasn't the life that I wanted. Um, and it wasn't the company that I wanted to be a part of. And, um, it wasn't, it brought me a superficial sense of joy. It didn't bring me like a deep sense of joy and fulfillment. It, it was fun, but was that going to fulfill me in the long run? And I, I realized that I wanted to pursue something more. I wanted to do something different. And it, it just wasn't, it, I just trusted my gut, you know, because I think there were moments where I just, I was constant. I was like, should I go back? Like, it seems like it should be something that I continue to do. But there was something inside of me that just said, I think you're done with this. I think even though you only did like one tour and that could be quote unquote, like, fail, you know, like, or like I gave up or something like that. Um, Isn't it amazing how we have that mentality? Like, where is that even coming from? Right. Right. Who wrote that? Like, yeah. (laughs) Who said that we had to do a tour more than once to feel successful? Like really? What the hell is that about? So, you know, I think when I just, when I got real and I was like, okay, this brought me a lot of, uh, it was fun. You know, I did it. Check. Um, now I'm ready to move on. And, mm. and I wasn't sure if that was going to be another dance company or what that was going to be, but the chips kind of fell, you know, or the, whatever. Um, <laughs> eventually. And, you know, I auditioned and then I found, you know, I and the health coaching school that I ended up enrolling in shortly after. Mm. And then that kind of took me in that direction. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's so interesting. Just, um, I so, like, that. I have a question. It. So yeah. with your story, you, f- I know freedom is your value. 
where did you physically feel like you were being limited or held back? Like, you know, in, in chains, like not free to do things physically, I guess. I know you said you weren't free to be who you were and be authentic. Was there any like, like physical barriers Hmm. that, that you had with this company? Yeah, I think, well, I think I was who I was in a way because I was able to be like my goofy self and I connected a lot with the cast and we had so much fun. Like I actually, I felt like that cast was a lot of fun, you know, like we were, we were ourselves in that way, but it was also bringing out this other side of myself that I really didn't like. So, because I didn't, um, I didn't love the, the director and the way things were run. So it made me this kind of like gossipy, like, defensive yeah it just brought out this like a bunch of like negative feelings so that to me didn't feel free because I didn't Mm. feel like I was um my best self Mm. you know I think we're free when we're our best selves because Mm -hmm. we shine our light you know and I was Mm -hmm. shining my like goofy light but I wasn't shining my like uh compassionate and joyful and positive light necessarily Mm. you know yeah um, so I think, I think that's the biggest thing. And I think I just, uh, I didn't, I didn't feel like that job and that life were going to give me the freedom that I, that I craved. Like it wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, because we had to, it was, you know, um, I don't even know why I, I, I don't even know what it was necessarily at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know what life I imagined myself at the time, but mm-hmm. I think I just imagined myself doing really fulfilling, authentic work. And mm-hmm. that to me. So yes. that just, it felt know. very surface level. Yes. Got it. Got it. Yes. That makes a lot more sense. Oh, what a beautiful story. Yeah. So, yes. So Danny and I have definitely had experiences very similar to a lot of our listeners, I'm sure, um, where they've had to make really tough decisions, um, whether it is like Danny to leave a company or leave a work or a gig. Um, and then whether it's resonating with my story, uh, where you want to stay and, yeah. and stay with a company and see if, if it's, uh, if the outside voices are worth listening to or not, which most of the time you can take other people's opinions and, and take other people's ideas. Um, but in the end, like it really depends on what you want to do and the values that you have for yourself moving forward. Um, yes. I think when we know those elements, we can trust ourselves. And I think this is a practice that we have is a lost art. In my opinion, um, I don't think we listen to ourselves enough. I don't think that we trust ourselves enough. I know we've talked a little bit about it, like listening to your body, whether it's, uh, to do with your health, you know, injuries around movement or, um, nutritionally, like we also need to listen to our mental um, and, and, um, our heart and our gut about our decisions and, and where we want our life to go instead of listening to other people. Yeah. And I, if you guys haven't listened to, we have some episodes with some past guests who mm. talk about this too. So we're, you know, it's not just Gina and I, you know, have these experiences and I'm sure you can relate, but like, if you go back and listen to Mark's episode or Phoebe, they both had, you know, a similar journey where they um, decided to, you know, redefine success for themselves and 
leave a job or, you know, at, you know, take some time off or, or people like, um, Meredith and Whitney, who they, um, they created their own work in the industry. Like amazing. I know it's so inspiring. They saw that, um, you know, what they wanted to do, maybe there wasn't an avenue for it yet. So they created Mm -hmm. it themselves. So, you know, it's, and they trusted that intuition. They trusted mm-hmm. their gut and they aligned their work with their values. And I yes. think that is so important. So um, it's something obviously that Jean and I connect with greatly. And that's why we also, we talk to other guests about this. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's really important as an artist. As an artist, you have to trust your gut and you have to know your worth and you have to, you have to know your values. Yeah. What you want to to put up against or what you want to put up with and what you're not willing to put up with. Yeah. And I think for a lot of performers in general, um, I can't speak for everyone, but there is this, um, there is this idea that performers will take anything that they will hustle and just to be seen and just to get recognition or just something to put on the resume. And I think we need to start changing that mentality. I think we need to start changing um, how we feel about ourselves and what we are actually willing, like you said, to put up with or to um, to be paid for or not paid for. You know, um, so many of us like complain about jobs that we've had or, you know, they didn't treat me well or I had to do this and they didn't pay me enough for it. But in the end, you made that choice. Like you made that choice to be there. And if it, and if you look within yourself and and figure out what is most valuable to you um, and make your decisions based on that, instead of making decisions based on fear, based on expectations, based on um, this like busyness hustle life and getting recognition. Um, I think we can really change like how the performing industry in general functions and how performers make decisions to take jobs. Girl. Preach. Preach. (laughs) I was going to say it again. I was like, you you better preach, girl. Because like, I've just, I've heard it just from so many of my fellow performer friends of like, oh, I just took this job because it was a job or like, I just yeah. took this because I needed the money. But like, it wasn't something that they really wanted to do. And it wasn't something that they truly loved. Uh, and, you know, sometimes we do have to make those decisions and, and we really true. don't, you know, and there shouldn't be any shame behind that. But I also do believe that we need to start making decisions based um, on things that are that are valuable to us and that we love as opposed yeah. to from fear and shame, like I said. Right. And um, ask yourself, like, is this serving me? Is this yes. going to serve me in the long run? Is this serving me in the present time? Yes. Ask yourself those questions and get really clear on why you're choosing this job. Mm. You know, And I think, too, sometimes if we say yes to something and then we automatically feel this like negative pit in our stomach or we feel stressed about it, that's probably not the right decision for you. Yes. Yes. Your body will respond in a physiological way. Yes, exactly. Mm. And, and it's just, your body tells you, your body tells you exactly what it needs to do. And, um, I had one more thing to say about that, but then I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you think, um, if you're interested in listening to Meredith's episode about creating um, her own show, she's number nine 
uh, our ninth episode. And then we had Whitney come on for our quarantine series where she talks about um, the expectations and the to-do lists of performers to feel successful. So definitely take a listen to those. Um, and then also our most recent episode, number 15 with Mark, he chats a little bit about um, how it's all about like what we look like uh, around movement and like that hustle life as well and how he created his own business out of, um, out of trusting his gut and not wanting to follow that path. So I think that's super important. Yeah. I wish I remembered what I had to say. I, <laughs> it felt like it felt like something important, but eh, who cares? We'll probably bring it up in another episode. Honestly, exactly. I'm not worried. We'll keep talking. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so basically the two steps we have is just finding those values, whether it's from that quick and dirty exercise I talked about in the beginning, um, or it's just looking at your own life and, and picking specific words that resonate with you to, to create a life that you love. Um, and then trusting those as pillars, um, to make decisions and not making those decisions out of fear, but out of, um, empowerment with those, with those values. Um, I hope that our stories resonated with you and, and we hope that you can find some inspiration from those. And we have a post coming out um, the day that this episode is released. Uh, we encourage you to go to our Instagram um, and post uh, below that, uh, that episode release post and tell us what your number one value is that you live your life by. Um, I said stability, Danny said freedom. We'd love to hear what value that you have and how it drives your, your uh, decision-making in your future. Yes. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway, keep, keep loving yourself and, and trusting your intuition and, and we'll chat next time. Hey creatives. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. We are beyond grateful for your interest and support in our conversation. We hope you'll tune in each week for fresh new content and some inspiration from wherever you are in the world. Whether you're on tour, auditioning, or in your hometown community theater, share this with your cast, friends, and anyone in the industry who could benefit from this podcast. If you like what you hear, write us a review. You can do this through Apple, Spotify, or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Share with us what you liked and what you want to hear more of. This will help us with our mission to support performers with their health and wellness goals. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at On Stage with Wellness. You can follow Danny at Danny Nicole Wellness and Gina at Gina Daniels Coaching. You can find all the links you need in the show notes. Until next time, performers, remember, you know enough, you have enough, and you are enough.